and welcome to For the Record. You can listen to us every other Thursday at 9.30 a.m. on the world's best internet radio station, BFF.fm, or subscribe to the podcast at For the Record Podcast, all one word, dot com. We spent last week at the South by Southwest Music Conference in Austin, Texas, so this week we're talking about our favorite discoveries. We're going to start by talking about a duo from Oklahoma City called Husbands. This song is called Must Be a Cop from their 2022 album, Full on Monet. When I heard these two people, and it sure sounds like a lot more than two, the sound is so full, but when I heard this, it really felt like a kind of maximalist, uh, Animal Collective-esque pop project. You mean when we were listening to the songs before? Yes, sorry. But yes, when we do our preparatory listening to figure out what we want to see, and these guys jumped out for sure. And it's very interesting because that sound is so huge, and yet you read interviews with them, and they're described as bedroom pop <laughs> or power pop at most. Yeah. And you're like, really? But also, this is their fourth record they put out last year, and this is, I guess, Will Norton and Danny Davis. They're both from Oklahoma City and have been, I guess, as a band, been making music since 2015, uh, and so clearly are continuing to evolve. And so when we saw them, they performed as a live band of four people, And I was blown away because clearly every member of that band, incredibly skilled, but using so much restraint. No one was showing off. I think there was one guitar solo where I'm like, oh, these guys are actually super skilled guitarists, but mostly none of them was drawing focus. It was all about how do we create this texture? It was really quite remarkable. And it was this tiny venue where we had seen- Yeah, chess club, just really claustrophobic. We had seen a couple of bands the previous day where it was just- blisteringly noisy and crowded and stressful mexican punk band called margaritas poditas which was so loud and it was really hot too and i just had to get out of there yeah and yeah and the later band snooper wasn't that much quieter yeah Yeah, just but and so to come in here it was the last show of the night and 1 a.m yeah 1 a.m and they were saying oh what a great crowd this is great and then people started leaving which was a bummer but the band seemed to instead of getting bummed out they got better like they somehow got tighter and the the spell that they wove with the music like i was absolutely floored by how transcendent this live performance was yeah and, and, and it, like in such a small venue like that i think they 
could the it, it's tough to get good sound when you're in such a tight little it's basically like a little shoebox but they just sounded so good live and they were so you know they just were tuned into each other as musicians and then I went back and listened to the album since we've gone back and it's really lovely it's just kind of I mean almost like beachy pop it's very it washes over you it's very soothing yeah but i feel like there's there's some depth there there's some danger there's it's not just feel good music yeah. it's but it's 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 not feel good music but it makes you feel good and uh i think the only thing that maybe was you know that they went up from two to four for the live performance but they're still having to do additional percussion and synths on a loop and so i think like Oh, it'd be nice to see him perform with a fifth member coming up on the sense. That would be great. But it felt very organic and just, yeah, fantastic experience. Uh, It'll be before our, 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 before our BFF show airs, but they will be playing Cafe de Nord on the 30th of March. So if if it's, if you're hearing this before then, maybe check it out. Yeah. So speaking of a feel good experience, the next band that we'll play for you is called The Scratch and they're an acoustic Four piece from Dublin playing what I have described as extremely intense traditional Irish Irish music. They were. Um, I'm. I'm not sure we even intended to see them. I think it was just we had a little spot in our in our schedule, so it's like, well, we can go early. Yeah. To see another band that we intended to see and just read the description. I'm like, I don't know. That sounds interesting. Let's check it yeah. out. Yeah. And so, and so we got there and there was an Irish guy who was just kind of like talking to everybody who was in the audience. And I'm not used to strangers talking to me. So it was a little weird. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you know, the Silverbacks who we were there to see. They're great. But the Scratch like, oh, this is just an experience. I've just heard so much about this. And so we were kind of primed and it was quite an experience. And what we're going to play for you is their most single, most recent single called Lachico. Same as your currency I know you're too And I'm throwing tripping and tripping again Because he called you out Let you go So there's obviously some electric there, but when they performed, they were all acoustic and the percussionist had a, um, what do you call it? The box that you sit on? Cajon. And he, it was like such intense drumming on this and he was using sticks and then everything else was acoustic and their, their music was so just like full of energy, fill up the room. They apparently got together because they all loved metal. And so they wanted to play with that kind of like metal intensity 
And that really comes through in the live experience. Yeah, it's such a great hybrid of yeah, clearly loving this traditional Irish music and even as to the extent of the song being, I had to look it up, but Lachico is a sort of vague slang for uh, uh, maybe a no good dude. Ah. And it's exactly how dirty it is. At, at best, it's someone who's very lazy. So uh-huh. it's a great, uh, you know, inspired, you know, digging into that culture. And even during their performance, they were saying, who's been to Ireland? Oh, do you know this song? And having like people just randomly come up and do these chants as part of their performance. Yeah, there was an Irish woman there who yeah. then, like they, they did a ton of like interacting with the crowd, which they've said in an interview that I read recently that it was, it came from like breaking strings and having technical problems on stage. And they were just trying to fill up the time, but they really got people to like get up and dance. And they were doing things like dividing one half of the room in in half and anyway and they and they asked if anyone knew this like traditional irish song and so this woman got up there and sang part of it and it was very charming yeah the the energy there i mean these festival shows it's a lot of people who are in there for the long haul so it's sort of usually half people are just out for the night who are dancing and then the other half are people who are going for five or six nights and are like yeah i gotta pace myself (laughs) but i feel like this so usually you can see that distinction and i felt like this crowd everyone was dancing i was dancing i was exhausted it's what friday night i think it was at the velveta room Yeah, yeah it was on saint patrick's day Oh, the, oh, that's right. It was it was Thursday night at midnight. So oh, yeah, just yeah. as the clock turned over from Thursday to Friday. So it became St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And then we got to be at this super Irish, but also super aggro music. Yeah. And it was an some sort of Irish showcase. I don't know which which branch of government or cultural uh, organization put it on. But so it was all Irish bands and everybody in the, like it seemed like there were a lot of Irish people in the room who were very enthusiastic and it was just an amazing live experience. Yeah, the, the perfect thing that something we didn't plan to see and ended up being a real standout of the festival. Which is like why we go to South by Southwest. There's so many fun surprises. For sure. So uh, another band that we saw very late in the festival and ended up being a total delight was this uh, quirky, very large band out of Amsterdam called Personal Trainer. So we'll play uh, one of their tracks. It's called Rug Busters. And this is from their album that came out last year called Big Love Blanket. If you're a serious dance instructor, if you've recently moved to Berlin, if your book is cold nicely and you're into sun, oh, if you're here with your dad, if you voted for the lesser of two evils, Personal Trainer jumped out on our prep listening for being so energetic and intricate, very much in the kind of general universe of like LCD sound system kind of dance rock. And I think that when we saw them, it was a much looser Mm. and sillier experience. And you get a little of that, I think, in the lyrics of this, which it's like, oh, it's, you know, equal parts like James Murphy, but also like 
I almost had flashbacks to like uh, the cake song, rock and roll lifestyle. There's mm-hmm. a lot of just calling out people for being kind of posers. And it's, uh, and, and then to see them live where in addition to the fairly intricate instrumentals, but the loose style and this very silly jokey, uh, their lyrics front man, yeah and, well and their front man who came like when as they were setting up there's a bunch of people on stage and he like just took his shirt off and then he started to take his pants off and he's just kind of like judging whether anyone's paying attention yeah i, I willem smith and yeah i sort of described it as being sort of pg rated sleaze like yeah. he he had this kind of sleazy energy that wasn't at all sexual it was just purely silly and yeah. like yeah i'm gonna get naked don't worry it's totally non-threatening it's very charming they reminded me a lot of los campesinos and i don't know how many people remember them from about 15 years ago but just that kind of collective energy where everybody kind of sings and everybody's participating and i feel like being from amsterdam like there's kind of a fun i don't know there's like this fun friendly energy that i associate with people from amsterdam and they kind of exude yeah that. it's funny in interviews so they say they were a collective of just kind of people hanging out and making music and not really being a band and then just a few years back they decided let's actually be a real band uh put out an ep on the home front records which is actually a the sports team guitarist and an earlier discovery from South by Southwest. So he now has his own record label and put out that EP before then then put out this LP on a different label. Um, but yeah, that's great that they're just, you know, getting started. And yeah, I was very impressed. Like he's, you know, as a front man, he brings the energy, but then you see like, Oh my God, these drummers amazing and lots of different percussion. They're guitarists. Oh my God. Fantastic. Just everyone in that band was really, really good. And they all, but again, that having that, tight intricate style and yet totally loose stage energy it was fantastic yeah and who knows if they'll tour the u.s at all i'm guessing no that's one of the joys of coming to south by southwest is you get all these internet it draws all these international artists who wouldn't normally come to the u.s but they come for just this festival um and so this album came out in november last november so i would love to Love to see them here in San Francisco. Yeah, it was a fun... Yeah, exactly. The live performance is worth it, I thought. And yeah, we were pretty beaten up by the last night of the festival. And they still got us dancing. Um, In case you can't tell from our voices. (laughs) We have never been better. Yeah. It turns out wearing an N95 mask religiously indoors can stop you from getting COVID, but not just a regular cold. Apparently not. So we we go from this to just... uh, What is just the power pop joy of... Of not the wrong, I have the wrong, wrong band up. Yeah, I, I would not describe them that way. They're no, kind I, of a po- they're kind of like a post punk. Um, they're from England. They're uh, I don't know how I would describe them. Just kind of like a indie rock post punk feel. They're called English Teacher, and the they have an EP out called Poly Poly Awkward, um, and this song is called A Fifty Five. of a brother bags up all the evidence and flushes the side and heads back
I gotta say their live performance was a little bit marred for us because there was this guy in the front. I mean, we saw them at Seven Grand, which is a, a bar that's not a very large stage. And there was this guy standing right in front of the stage who was a dead ringer for a comic book guy on The Simpsons who just kept yelling, you're the best band at this freaking festival. And like <laughs> over and over. And it was like, you could tell they were uncomfortable and we were annoyed. Yeah. But they still were really tight, put on a great performance. And her voice is what really makes them stand out. Yeah, I think that she's able to do these kind of talk singing as well as uh, these kind of anthemic like that really soaring uh, ending of just the really, I mean, it's very, they're, they all seem very young. She seems very young yeah. and it's very much, you know, this such an epic song about just maybe I'm stuck in a, you know, destructive lifestyle of going and getting drunk all the time. Maybe this is not great, but I'm going to keep doing it. Yeah. They're a relatively new band. They just have this one EP and a couple of singles and the EP came out a year ago. So hopefully they're working on some yeah, new well, stuff. I th- yeah. I think their most recent single just dropped like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So they are one hopes ramping up and yeah, that even with an annoying crowd, one of the most, uh, unbalanced sound systems at the festival and a number of other reasons why they shouldn't have shown. It was still obvious, the remarkable talent and just a ton of swagger all around, uh, like a a lot of attitude and a lot of skill to back it up. So for sure a band to watch. Yeah. So speaking of attitude and skill, the next uh, song we're going to play is from a band called rock you Pora, which I had actually been listening to this, their most recent album, um before the festival i think it was from the festival playlist and i liked the song so much that then i listened to the whole album and it's really great really tight but it was driving me crazy that i feel like the name should be rock europa and then you told me eupora is a town in mississippi where presumably the, the yeah, well, main I think, guys well from. when he was in college they said they were playing they would play a lot of shows when he was in college like he had a college band and they would play a lot of shows in these two towns that are just college towns and rock or eupora was right between those two towns where they would play a lot so they drove past it a lot nice and so they saw that sign so so this this song is called intimacy and the album it's actually their fourth album called pick at the scab which came out last august
So Rocky Pora is really just Clayton Waller and his rotating band of friends. And I, I was really surprised that this is his fourth album. There had been some additional singles and EPs in there as well. But they were, we saw them upstairs at Lambert's, which is a barbecue restaurant. It's not a really great place to see music, but they were just so tight and upbeat and just fun. Um, and this is the kind of, for me, like emotional power pop that you can just inject it directly into my veins. It's in exactly my sweet spot of what I like, but I still think they were right. Well, yeah, the, the lyrics are so hard on his sleeve and mm-hmm. it's, and then delivered with such energy and such a charming voice. And, and then the stage presence that they came on and like, yeah, that I think he was wearing like a full body camouflage suit. Yeah. Or like, like a, a jumpsuit. A jumpsuit. So yeah, it was, it was very much a rock look, but a very kind of self-deprecating one yeah. that uh, I really appreciated. And what really surprised me was having, I think this song you had put in various playlists. And so I'd heard it well before the sort of intensive festival prep and then their full set, like, when they let loose, they could really rock. Like he had a very solid, loud band, and mm-hmm. those songs were also great. Although it's it's hard to fight the, you know, being won over by this particular track. It's so earnest and open and sweet and pretty and wonderful. Yeah, but I just I really love the whole album. Like I said, I had been listening to it in conjunction with our prep, and P- Picket the Scab is such a great name. Yeah, for sure. We got a uh, yeah, a, a lot of a lot of creativity here, and it's I think we are gonna take a little bit of a left turn though from this which is so the power pop but so earnest to I think one of maybe the slickest but still very you know there's some emotional reality to this next artist it's a Canadian uh, performer called Sky Wallace and we're going to listen to her track Tooth and Nail and this is from the album Terribly Good which was uh, released in October 2021 I was brittle at first that was me at my Kept my thirst as ammo. Tore myself apart. Kill myself on my art. And I was compromised. Took it all too hard. And I won't go back. I won't go back. I won't give you that. Cause I So sorry, her fourth album came out in 2022, not 2021, which I said earlier. Yeah, so I I love, you know, this is on one level totally pop and yet so much attitude and her voice is so great. And I love when she came on stage and everyone was just glammed out. It had this very kind of... She had a large like group of musicians. Yeah, but it just, yeah, to me, I got this sort of very like LA in the eighties kind of energy that was really fantastic. And so even though she has a lot of variety in her music and a lot of them are, you know, you can hear a little of these kind of hints of country in her voice and the guitar sound. And there's plenty of tracks that are much more like straight up ballads. Mm -hmm. And yet I think this song, because of that stage act and how glam and in your face, like I am, 
here to show you what a great performer I am. This song, I think, sums up what that performance was like. Yeah, she's from Toronto, and so you do get a little of the a little country twang in there. But this song reminded me so much of Hit Me With Your Best Shot. It just had that like confrontational energy. And she really has a great stage presence. You know, she, it, you know, we saw her at the Swan Dive, which was a Canadian showcase. So indoors and outdoors, yeah. um, back and forth. So a lot of bands playing. And she just got up there and she was like whipping that crowd up and was very like owning her space. And it was it was cool. Yeah, it's so hard to stand out. And especially with this, where it's just like, I don't know that this is really like my music, but it's so her, yeah, her presence and uh, insincerity and energy were fantastic. The music and her entire band are super solid. Yeah. So the last band we'll talk about is the one we saw after the scratch as part of that same Irish showcase in the Velveeta Room. And they're called Silverbacks. And this song is called Archive Material, which is from the album of the same name, which came out last January 2022. It's our second album. I got friends in a necktie while digging in the archive. Even death will take you back. I think there's this premise of there being this Irish post-punk scene, but even if they're part of a scene, there's so many charming little touches here that make this band clearly stand out on its own. There's the, I live in the chorus being that trade-off between the backing vocals and lead vocals. Uh, And then that weird post-chorus where they go from fairly straightforward post-punk to this almost like deer hoof kind of sound with the female vocals and the very kind of clanky space and then it switches to French which I think just means they don't get along is the best translation I've found of that Um, and then but it doesn't take its time too much time there it just immediately moves on and it's like oh my god this song gets so much done in less than a minute I love it yeah and they don't sound Irish at all and that was a great thing to have them as part of that Irish showcase and have this very Irish sounding band before them which was the scratch and then have them have this totally different sound. So another right band that I look forward to listening to more of. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the song ring super tight and I think everyone on there, it's so much energy. I think the only bummer I, you can tell that the, I think the backing vocals from that one woman are really cool sounding and just the, the audio mix, we could barely hear her live, but yeah. it's great to, at least on the record now you get like, Oh, and that it adds that kind of ethereal sense to otherwise a pretty earthy sound. And always, the, as always, there are so many great discoveries that we don't have time to talk about. We saw almost 70 bands or 70 performances. We have saw two repeats, Barty Strange twice and then uh, uh, Kiwi Jr. twice, yeah. um, who we talked about on one of the past episodes. So um, always a great experience. And we, we ran out of time to talk about a band that I really liked from Portland, Maine called Dead Gowns, but we'll go out with a track from their latest EP. They've only got a couple EPs, but this came out last October and it's called Renter Not a Buyer. So you've been listening to For the Record. Thanks so much for listening. Fell down the stairs, tried to give you a kiss.
member of the BFF.FM podcast network. Learn more at podcast.bff.fm. BFF.FM, best frequencies forever.